Welcome to the Behind the Bliss podcast, where Mary Scott Mercer and Rachel Autry bring weekly conversations to encourage, inspire, storytell, and share. Each episode is designed for you to feel met in your mess and balanced in your bliss. Here's today's conversation. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Behind the Bliss podcast. You're in for a treat because Rachel and I are doing a little mini episode, just us. Hey girl. Woohoo. Hello. It's so fun. It just being us two. Back to the basics. Back to the basics. Um, We are coming to you hot in early January to talk about goals and goal setting. I know we're a bit behind on like the whole goal setting thing because it's almost two days into January, but you know what? Better late than never. I just want to say, better late than never. Yeah, we um we can just pretend like it's January one, and we're gonna talk about goals and just kind of what you know both of you and I are praying through this year, thinking about this year personally, um, spiritually, physically, financially, uh, podcastly, if you will. <laughs> um, and we can kind of just talk about what we're dreaming and kind of talk about goals and ideas that we have about how to go about achieving them and making 2019 intentional and all the fun things. But um, let's just catch up with our our sweet uh, BTB listeners and um, kind of give them some updates about us. You and I actually just got to be together in person. I know. Well, I don't think people know this, but we do not record in the studio. We are not professional. <laughs> we are not even together. No. Like we literally record remotely and then combine the audios into one. It's super funny that you said that because I feel like, well, not only did we get told that at your birthday weekend, but I had so many people over the holiday season, like family members and stuff that I saw who were like, wait, you guys aren't together when you do that? And I'm like, no. no. Oh. <laughs> How could we do that with um, being states and states away and yeah. our guests being all over the place too? So, so yeah, newsflash, we um, do this by ourselves in the, in the privacy as our, of our rooms and our cars and our closets and our beds. <laughs> and we pray that our husbands and my dog don't just like walk in mid-interview. It's just so funny. Yeah, but people this weekend were so confused. They were like, how in the world do you even do it? And I say, y'all, it's mm-hmm. just technology and Jesus Christ. <laughs> And the technology 99.99% of the time fails us before we actually get anything recorded. So just it took us 25 minutes to get everything set up this past 25 minutes to get going. And it just always seems like there's something that's trying to get us to not record. So anyways, um, but yeah, Rachel, we got to celebrate your 24th birthday this weekend, um, which was (laughs) so fun. We're so glad that you have another year of life. Everyone that asks how it was, I have to say it was the best combination of celebration and rest. Like we went to the market, we bopped around and walked and talked, we ate great food, we ate soup at your Mm -hmm. house, which by the way, her house is so beautiful and you're beautiful and just was the most fun. You're the best hostess. But um, we we feel like we, we rested well, but we went on adventures, we went to Target, we just did all of the basic things with a capital B. (laughs) Yeah, capital B, but it really was. It was super – I mean, I had just come in – I mean, and just for the, the listener to catch up with this life, obviously Rachel and I both became homeowners this year, or 2018, um, and Daniel and I literally two days before Christmas moved into our house that we had been renovating for the last few months, and so Rachel and our friends came into our house with, like, paint on the floor and – 
ladders and no clean towels because we had no washer and dryer. Like they came in to a very messy, not totally lived in home, but we really did. We had a very restful time together. And I was, (laughs) yeah, it was very behind the bliss. And I just was really thankful to get to be with friends and I needed to just chill and do farmer's market time and girl time just to recoup and ease into this year. So I thought it was so fun. It was, it's just, it is pretty cool. Um, a lot of people ask if it's weird having a birthday right after Christmas, but I used to hate it. Now I've gotten to a point where it is so cool. And especially for me, since I compartmentalize pretty much everything to have (laughs) all of the big significant events in my life all happen within like the first five days of January of the first new year. So when I'm setting goals, yeah, when I'm setting goals for 2019, I'm really setting goals for my 24th year or my 25th year now. That's such a good way of looking at that. Wow. Well, I think, I don't know whose podcast I heard it on, but they said that they didn't set New Year's resolutions, but they started setting goals at the, like at their birthday every year. And I like that too. My birthday's in April. So I feel like by April, I kind of have reassessed like, okay, that was a stupid goal or crap. I need to get on it kind of thing. So, well, I'm curious to hear what some of your goals are. I think it's important. My husband... As y'all maybe have heard me say, is a one on the Enneagram, which means he's like the perfectionist. Everything has to make sense and have like a form box and all of that. So we were doing goal setting together um, a few weeks ago, driving to a Christmas family gathering, and I started writing down goals. And he said, Mary Scott, have you ever heard of a smart goal? Because your goals are not smart. They're just sort of wishes. And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) He goes, you know, smart goals. They're specific. I know, bless him. He said, they're specific, they're measurable, they're attainable, or is it attainable, maybe? Um, Realistic, and they have a time frame. And I was like, okay, he's like, okay, let's regroup and redo all of your goals and make them smart goals. I was like, I cannot with you, but I'm becoming more thankful for his one qualities these days because it really is needed to have people like that in our life. So I realized that I could have a bunch of just like quote unquote goals, but if I don't have action steps and plans in place, then I'll be sitting here a year from now being like, yeah, I guess I sort of got that accomplished. So um, I know that you probably don't have quote unquote smart goals ready to go. And I don't necessarily either to have here, but I think it's important to mention to the listener that maybe when they're goal setting, they should look up smart goals and maybe have a more clear defined idea of where they want to go this year. So without Daniel would be so further proud. ado, <laughs> your little tidbit. Yeah, I, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to give him that tidbit, but without further ado, we're not going to go into our smart goals, but what are some things that you feel like you want to go and do this year that you feel like the Lord has been placing on your heart this year? Um, and just start anywhere. I feel like I have some that are all over the place, but I just want to hear some of yours. Yeah. Well, I love how Daniel said smart goal because I wouldn't have phrased it the same, but have the same ideas where this year I really want to be intentional with it because me, I'm an, I'm a three on the Enneagram since we're going to bring that up, which means that if I don't get my to-do list done, it was not a good day. If I don't meet all my goals, it was not a good year. And I can't look at it like that anymore because I end up feeling like a failure every year on December 31st when I look back at it. So um, now it's become a a very prayerful process where I just say, Lord, what is this year going to have for me? Like, what do you want me to seek out? Not what's my own agenda. 
Um, and this year I felt like he just said, Rachel, you don't need a holiday for a fresh start. If at any point this year you have a new goal you want to start, mm-hmm. don't wait till the next and don't think it's too late. And if you aren't doing well on an, on a goal that you set, you know, today, three months from now, try it again. Like there's so much right. grace in it. So I just wanted to extend that, that freedom and the grace of this. Amen. Of, this is not like a... <laughs> Granted, their strategy, and I want to be a better person, human, daughter, wife tomorrow than I am today, but you have to allow yourself some room. So Absolutely. I just wanted to say that first. Um, I think those are both good um, frameworks to set. Like, you know, you can't just go about it like lackadaisically, but you also need to extend all the grace and also realize that like you don't know what this year is going to bring like none of us do we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring and so you can have these lofty goals and then tomorrow crisis hits and they all just don't happen and that's okay we just all have to take them with a grain of salt and so I even think it'd be cool for us to do even quarterly like a check-in with how we think we're doing um funny you said that that was that was one of Thomas's things he we set a family calendar reminder for like what is it? Um, April, a quarterly October, and August. Yeah. Or, wait, what is it? I totally messed that up. April. I think it's April. July, August. Yeah, Something April, like July, that. August. Who knows? But yes, that's what we're doing just to kind of check up. Well, I think that's smart because you just have to reassess where you're going and also, yeah, it's good, right? Well, what are some of the fuse that are at the top of your mind this January? So, oh gosh, there's so many. Um, Okay, we we did it in categories. If that's I don't know if that's how you and Daniel did it, but we did no, like we do we do goals, like to do them categorically. Yes. yes. Um and so we had some marriage goals of just finding hoping to find ourselves in a healthier place than we were on the first day of January. Um just with wanting to know more about each other and wanting to know more about ourselves and how that helps us serve one another, I think is really huge where we're getting to a place of, okay, I'm not like completely obsessed and romanticized over you 24 seven. And I, now Mm -hmm. I'm like learning you and studying Mm -hmm. you and just knowing you so that I can best serve you in those places that make absolutely no sense to me. And so with that, we are so, I mean, you all are too, but we are so about counseling. So um, our goal for January is to find a counselor, kind of go like, counselor hunting and try them all out Um, because we've gotten a few really great recommendations here in Birmingham and um, see which ones we jive with we mesh with and each one kind of has their own uh, like specialty Specialty. I guess yeah yeah yeah. so we're gonna go to a few and see which ones we feel most connected to and make that I guess not a goal but form a habit of going when we feel great taking an attention yeah. yeah, yeah, going when you feel great and going when you feel not so great so that you can figure out why your good days are good and why your bad days are bad, which is what my dad used to say. So I want to get back to that. It's one of ours. That's really good. I think just because – let's just go categorically. I like this. Um, I think, you know, last year, Dana and I weren't together, and so we kind of came together and thought, okay. Locationally, well, not relationally. Yeah, like <laughs> – Clarification. Uh, yeah, true. Like, locationally, y'all know he was deployed basically – the gist of 2018 and so um you know it was our prayer going into deployment that the lord would grow our marriage in unbelievable ways no matter you know the time zone the distance and I, it's been shocking i do feel like we are in the sweetest place in marriage that we've been 
in almost the three years of marriage. And it's kind of crazy to say that just because of, I guess, what could have been a traumatic year in, in the life of our marriage. And so now that we are together, I mean, I think I even said this on the regrouping episode when I was talking about life together and how he was home all the time and I was just going to have to readjust. And so I'm starting to get in, back into the groove of him being around and us having more together time. And and I think that we just wanted to set more intentional um, date nights, not like date dates per se, but um, now that he's so close to home, we decided we wanted to do lunch together on Wednesdays. Um, on Thursday nights, we would come together at home and kind of budget. Like I think someone told me one time that um, it's really important to have calendar meetings and budget meetings together because no month is going to look the same because one month you might have um, a weekend of girls coming to your house. So you might need to spend a little bit more money on groceries or one weekend you might go out of town for a weekend. Yeah. So you need to spend a little bit less money on groceries. And so we hadn't had a rhythm or routine like that in our marriage so far just because Daniel has been gone so much. And so since this year is going to look a little bit more normal, um, on Thursday nights, our goal is to come together and plan our calendars, look over our calendars, regroup on our budget, and plan the meals for the next week. And so that's a goal we have. And then um, to do a date night every week, whether it's on the weekends or during the weeknights. So that's a marital goal we have um, for this year. What about um, personal goals? What do you have, um, whether it's physical or um, exercise, or a personal development you want to grow? What are some of those that you have for yourself? Most people that follow me on Instagram or are just close to me in general know that I have a gluten intolerance, but gluten addiction, which is the worst combination. (laughs) I've never heard you say that like that. That's good. (laughs) I love my cookies, my pasta, my bread, my cereal, my everything but it makes me break out in this hive-like rash. And it's literally, I'm literally killing myself basically because of the way that I love to taste things. Like, I just love food. I'm a foodie. And so to think about compromising a meal or compromising flavor to suit my body just, oh, it just Mm. really makes me sad. So, but I know that that's not, that's not end-all be-all. Like, there are amazing recipes. There's science behind it. There's healing. Like, I know that all that exists. So my personal goal is to, I guess, cope with my, I hate saying it out loud, cope with my gluten intolerance and learn I know. how to do it well and um, honestly, like, steward my body. Like, this is the only body I get. And so if I'm going to give it what it can't have, then I can't expect it to perform well. I can't mm-hmm. expect to think clearly, to feel energized. And a lot of what I complain about about my body is because of what I'm feeding it. So um, really, I just want to be more knowledgeable about what I'm putting in my mouth. Also, like I said, extending the grace, go out to dinner with friends. It's her birthday. You bet you I'm going to have a piece of cake. But Mm -hmm. above all, like it being a, a lifestyle change of how can I not break out in hives every single night? (laughs) So that's so practical, but I, I really am more motivated than ever. I, I just know that I'm not doing. She really does right break for... out in hives. I've seen it. <laughs> I do. It's like I just know that if if my if my skin is literally flaming hot, itchy, and really ugly, it's my body's way of screaming at me, saying "Hello, hi." <laughs> we don't right. like this. So I'm trying to find all the alternatives, and more than that, just be educated about why it's doing it and how I can help it. Well, similarly, going in to just just making sure that I'm aware. Y'all, y'all know I'm like kind of a closet hippie and really am 
into health and wellness, but I feel like I'm at this crossroads because, um, and this is going to sound crazy coming out loud and being on a podcast, but I think um, that I'm finally in a stage where I'm like really wanting to prepare for motherhood. Uh, And that's not me saying I'm pregnant, trying to get pregnant right now or anything like that. But I think I'm more aware than ever that that season is closer than you know, then I think if God blesses our family with children. And so um, for me, that is like bringing on so many different thoughts. It's bringing in um, like literally I could cry thinking about children. That's like one of the emotions. And then there's this fear, um, and this is super vulnerable, so bear with me, but there's this fear of what will change about me physically becoming a mom. Um, And what I mean is, I, I just want to make sure that I'm going into the season of my life um, being in the best shape, both physically and also just like nourishly um, to bring a child into this world. And it's not a vain thing, although I do feel like no, I've struggled with the vanity side of it before. But it's like I'm realizing that I like if I can't go into motherhood feeling the strength as in physical strength that I need to carry out my duty as a mom then I'm going to be like 10 times more exhausted, 10 times more unhappy, 10 times more insecure about how I look or whatever um, if I don't have like smart goals going into that. And so I think I've just been more aware of things and really been thinking through things and kind of like redeveloping um, a why of why I do what I do. And I know it's funny because I'm not pregnant and I'm seriously not trying to at the moment. But I think I'm, I'm realizing that that is like, a shift happening in turn inside me right now as I'm preparing maybe for that in the next year or two. Um, so going alongside that, I, um, am like a habitual, terrible snacker and I'm not talking snacking. Like I don't need to have a snack. I'm talking like I have an inability to not pick at everything and it, it can be sitting down, sitting down at a dinner. Like if I'm sitting next to Daniel and I have a huge plate of food in front of me, I'm still tempted to pick at his dinner. Um, I'm tempted to walk around my house snacking mindlessly. I'm tempted to stand up in the counter and just eat what I'm cooking for dinner before we eat dinner. And I'm realizing there was a lack of mindfulness in the decisions I made. And it wasn't like, oh, I can't eat or I can't honor my hunger cues. It was just that I was doing it without intention. And so going into this season of maybe preparing for motherhood and going into just really growing my body's strength as I prepare for that, I just really wanted to declare everything I do, both exercise-wise and eating-wise, to be a year of mindfulness, just so that I honored myself and honored my body and also like held back And at times if I knew, hey, my body doesn't need any more food or, hey, today's not a good day of exercise. So that is like probably my biggest personal and physical goal for this year. Um, and I'm going to tell you, I've already failed a lot. Um, but my goal, honestly, as far as snacking is if I can put it on a plate and really think about, okay, are you really hungry? Or are you just bored? Um, that's been really helpful so far, but we're nine days into January and I've definitely already failed. So I'm glad that grace extension <laughs> has been there because I needed it. And every day is a new day. And as long as I feel like we're coming back to the matter of our hearts, then, you know, the Lord knows our hearts and we know our hearts. Now that's not an excuse to go balls to the wall, but I do think, um, you know, there's totally grace. And as long as like we're setting out with the intention of mindfulness, at least for me personally, I think it's going to be really beneficial for me. I'm excited for you, Scotty. It's going to be great. Duh. Thanks. 
and clarifying again, I'm not pregnant <laughs> and I'm really not trying. <laughs> so you there just you have go. To be prepared for like, I, I had a conversation with someone else. I was like, wow, 24, someone at work who really did not know me personally. She was like, wow, 24. It's so exciting. Um, you know, you have so many things ahead of you, like marriage and buying a house and having children. I was like, okay, I'm married. I have a house. Oh shoot. That's our next step. Is uh, That's next. I, just, <laughs> I was like, oh, it just was a, a moment, like a very sober moment. I was like, oh, you're so right. Shoot. That is, that's, that's real life. So yeah, I mean, that's where we I are. Just, it's just stewarding your next steps. Well, good jobs. Scotty. Thank you. Well, what about personal growth? What do you feel like you have some goals in your work and areas like that? Uh, like career growth or work growth? Career you- growth, day-to-day growth. For me, I really want to set some intention as far as a working from home person because I think going back to 2018 for me, it was a year of just like no day looked the same. I was moving three times. I didn't have any sense of normalcy. Every two weeks looked different. I was always on the go. And so I was kind of always like working really late at night or just bouncing multiple things at once. And I'm realizing just how scatterbrained I've become. Um, And so I don't know if any of you guys follow Emily P. Freeman. I know you know her, Rachel. But she got on Instagram stories and started talking about how she began having quote unquote theme days. Um, I saw this. Did you see this? Yeah, today, right? Yes, exactly. And it's really sparked like a thought in my head all day about, okay, she is in grad school. She's a mom of like three. She's a wife. She's an author. She's a podcaster. And so she had all these different things. And so it became really hard to manage them all in one day. And I totally feel that, you know, I have podcasting. um, I do the beauty counter side of my life. And then I have my Proverbs work. And it's so confusing and hard for me to process all three in one day or all three in one hour. And so now that my life is sort of like at a stand still like locationally like we're in our house we have no intentions of moving this year um I really want to set really strict boundaries with myself to do time blocking and themed work so that I'm not feeling overwhelmed at all times and I know that you can really resonate that as well I mean obviously shift you have to go into work for that too but you know we have the podcast side of our life you have the blogging side of your life and what are some goals or like things that you learned last year that you're going to try and change or implement into your 2019? I think batch and scheduling has changed mm-hmm. the game for me and for us with this. Like the days that I can dedicate to one thing, like I agree with Emily P. Freeman, like 100%. The days that we schedule four interviews back to back and we just knock them out and then we have them scheduled, I think is so helpful because. Um, Jenna Kutcher also says that if you are switching what you're doing and pieces of your brain super frequently, then it takes, it takes like a good 10, 15 minute buffer time for you to even transition mentally to what you're now doing. So dedicating a whole day to something is, yeah, yeah. And I think that I really want to be better about my rest time, my off time, because Mm -hmm. I really want to get stuff done and forget that it's okay to just sit and like no meal prepping, no cleaning, no whatever. The, the things that I want to get done on my off days, um, yeah, I, I want to get done, but, but in a restful way because I feel like I just put so much pressure on my off time because there is so little of it that right. I just I don't feel like I really get off time. So I want to be better at that personally for sure. Well, 
I think it's hard when you have multiple side gigs like you and I do to feel like you can go into those moments of rest intentionally and not do the things because there's so much guilt. And yeah. um, I think it's hard, especially with Daniel being a one and the productivity perfectionist and me having the wing three on the Enneagram, we both can get caught up in wanting to be productive all the time. And so I think that's one of our goals for this year too is like on Sundays even like if we want to work out because – we feel like that would be a way to glorify God and it feels restful to work out, then let's do it. But if we're doing it out of a to-do item, then we're going to intentionally say no. And just kind of getting in the practice of really, again, like going back to the matters, it's all a matter of the heart. And I feel like we have to be so in tune with the Lord and the Holy Spirit to make sure that we are living in a way and working in such a way that's bringing glory and honor to Him um, and all that we do. So I'll be trying to champion that with you too, because it can be so hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also very random, but, and this is just putting myself out there. I really want to get a hygiene routine down because by the time, by going into rest and doing things well and blah, blah. And taking a shower. Yes. Like by the time I get to the end of my day, y'all so gross. Judge me. I don't care. I'm the girl that like will put her feet in the bed, like, dirty like body not taking a shower in the bed I know it's so gross or sometimes like (laughs) I won't floss judge me sometimes I won't brush my teeth judge me and then you know I want to get to a point that I get like the whole skincare routine even the eye cream down every night I hear that I hear that I have okay I think it's a working from home thing but there have been too many days recently where it's 12 or 2 p.m and I've yet to brush my teeth like I just sat in my PJs too long and drank coffee way too long and it's just hard so I think and that they say it's true you know like you dress well to test well kind of thing and it's true if you show up for work or you show up for school like an obedient person and you're dressed and ready to tackle the day you're going to do better and so I'm I'm going to be with you in that I think I would become a way better um, co-worker and productive person if I took just simple hygiene steps sister I'm with you yeah yeah I'm down um okay what are yours like spiritually or what kind of movement do you want to see God do in your heart Mm. this next year oh well I think um if I could say it in just a word it would be to grow in wisdom and a soft and developing a heart soft enough to really listen and walk faithfully in what the Lord's asking me to do and what I mean is that like I have created such soil or such a um, like a place in my heart that's soft enough and sensitive enough to hear from the Lord and be sensitive to what he's asking me to do, say, not do, not to say, that I'm really walking in step. And that also comes with the weight of knowing that sometimes it might be really hard for me to do that. Um, meaning someone might ask me a really hard question and I might have to speak in a way that aligns with God's word, but maybe is hard for someone to hear, or it's hard for me to say. And um, just the courage to do that. I think, you know, you and I have probably both seen it recently where I don't know if it's the growth of the podcast or our platforms or what it is, but I feel like we have been entering into a place where we've been asked really tough questions and they're just really, you know, the kind of questions that, you know, you feel like your hands are tied because you're a believer. If you give one answer, it's wrong. If you give the other it answer, has to it's going to be wrong. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think we're, we face this place where, you know, you and I both love the Lord and 
we love God's word and God's word is our filter and um, our foundation. And when we are asked a really hard question that um, is sort of not against scripture, but scripture says hard things about it, it can be very tough to communicate um, truth and love and truth with grace. And I just, I just pray that as, you know, my ministry grows, as um, your ministry grows, as our ministry grows, that we are women that um, have hearts that are soft enough to really discern um, what God would have us say and also that we would communicate in a way that communicates just Jesus and the gospel. And so um, with that, that obviously means like I need to grow in my personal walk with the Lord. And I just really honestly want to grow in like deeper sound um, biblical teaching. And what that means is I'm just at a place where I feel like I'm, um, yeah, I'm hungry for a place for just like a little bit more. I want to do the word study. I want to maybe cross-reference and I want to do like, I think it's called, I should say like exotological, ex, something like that. Um, just, it's really like the inductive Bible study method almost. And I've been sharing more about this lately, but it's just been so good for me because I think for so long, I was approaching the word and approaching my time with the Lord to see what I could get out of it. And I'm, I was realizing how consumeristic my time with God had become. And when you go back to just the basics and you go back to the inductive Bible study method and you're learning about God and his character, it's going to automatically affect my life, whether it is um, a personal application or just the realization of another part of who God is. And so that's just kind of some of the things that I'm interested in this year and I'm excited to see grow. So what about you? Yeah, mine go very similarly, hand in hand. Basically, I just have been really convicted that um, I just need to know the word more. Like it needs to be written on my hands and written on my feet, literally. And with yeah. all that you're saying of us filtering through God's word, a lot of it is knowing God's word. And I would definitely say like I grew up in a in a very Christian home and reformed home where we knew scripture and we knew Bible stories and I'm really grateful for that foundation of knowledge. But growing up now, I think like you, I'm definitely hungry for growing more, like having chapters memorized, like having mm -hmm. access to the word in my mind at all times and not having to reference, you know, oh, wait, I know that there's something like this. Let me Google it real quick. Like I want the Holy Spirit to be active in, in me like he already is, but even more so with scripture. And so, I mean, like scripture says that, you know, the word of God is active and alive and it's sharper than double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. And so I want mm -hmm. access to that. Like I want Amen. the alive. I want the powerful. So memorizing scripture, I want to start doing like a chapter every two weeks, like a full one. And so I'm starting with um, Psalm 91, which is the chapter all about protection. And mm. I think that, um, a lot of our next steps in life for Thomas and I is sometimes scary and sometimes dangerous. And um, his career that he wants to go into with the military is just not one that I think is glamorous for wives. <laughs> it's not something we have dreams about. Um, it's quite the opposite. So I am praying over him, the scripture of Psalm 91. And so I just want to be able to access it and have it in my mind at the forefront. So there's that. I'm having a cool idea of maybe we should start a 2019 BTB Bible scripture memory of the week or something like that that we can Let's share on Instagram. It. Yeah. I, That'd I be fun. Maybe we can all join you in that. Hey, if we could just all keep Rachel accountable, 
Rachel would be grateful. Um, I did. Fi- <laughs> we, I did find it. We app. all need more of God's word. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. I mean, you cannot have enough. You cannot have enough. It's one of those things that you can't waste your time doing it or knowing it. It's just it's yeah. it's important. So I was desperate because I was like, well, there ain't no way you can catch me like writing this a thousand times because that was literally my punishment growing up was writing. I will respect my <laughs> mom. Verses? I will respect my mom. I am dead. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. So I was like, well, I definitely learned most of my verses and my scriptures that way, but it was more of discipline and hey, I'm all about discipline, but I want this to be fun. You know, like yeah. the joy of the Lord is my strength and Amen. I want this to be something fun that I look forward to. So I found an app. Woo. And I wanted to share it with you all because you probably would want to know it too. Um, it's just called Versus, V-E-R-S-E-S. And um, you do have to pay. I think it's like $5 for a whole year. But basically you have okay, access to the, I know, so worth it, access to the entire Bible where you can go and you search a scripture. It asks you um, the book, the chapter, the verses, the start and end verse, blah, blah. And then once you have it up, you tap on the verse and then... There's several different, like, games you can play with the verse, like, tap to reveal. So it reveals sections at a time, so you can look oh through it that gosh. way. You can reorder it. Like, it'll scramble it, and you have to re-scramble, unscramble it. There's, like, a word bank one that's, like, fill in the blank. There's one that's, like, a, a type out. Like, you have to type the first letter of every word. It's just fun. And, and the verse, I mean, the, um, the app verses also has where you can reorder the books of Old Testament. New, I mean, it's just so fun for games of growth and to know your word better. So, well, that. this is very tender and knowing you, you might cry, but most people know that Daniel's dad has brain cancer and um, he was, it's called aphasia. And when you have multiple brain surgeries and people continue to go into your brain, you have less and less, or sorry, more and more memory loss and ability to remember, you know, words and certain things, but it is, this is so tender, but it is amazing. Like he will forget a table being called a table, but he can recite entire chunks of the Bible. It's like it, it is hidden in his heart. And it's like a part of the brain that is able to memorize and like songs and things like that. And the way that he studied and hid God's word in his heart has been such a way that he can now spend time with the Lord even when he can't read. And so just be encouraged. Like that time will not return void and God promises that when we hide his word in our heart that that we will be able to remember and recall it in times of need and so I just wanted to share that um, because I think it's just you just don't know when you'll be in a situation when you can't access it the way we can freely do it now and so yeah just yeah so tender but just have that reminder with you um if I ever catch myself in a situation that I hope never to be in I really feel like the Lord's words and just his spirit have so much power to cast out Mm -hmm. darkness and to do really cool Mm -hmm. things and so if you had you know you could walk into a store and and get anything you want and it was all free I hope you would get the things you need Mm -hmm. and I just feel like for too long I've just passed by them like "Mm, I've got access to them I'll come back later rather than taking advantage of it now so I'm excited for this now I'm gonna do it well, I think we're definitely going to start this memorizing verse of the week or verse of the month even for BTB. I think that'd be so awesome. 
Um, I think another thing when I, I heard someone say this, I think it was Jenny Allen, um, and she was talking about people pleasing. And this has been really convicting for me when it talks about just forming habits and getting rid of bad habits. But she said something along the lines of when we look at our sin as our bad habits as sin um, and call it what it is, whether it's people pleasing, whether it's snacking, whether it's numbing ourselves on Instagram, when we look at it as sin, we're probably going to be more honest and realize what's actually going on inside of our hearts and more willing and able to turn from it. And so I, I feel like I had to kind of come to terms with a few of my issues in life um, and just kind of call it for what it is and ask the Lord to give me the strength and repent from my own sins. So that was something I wanted to add to just, just as we all are evaluating where we are internally and outside and our habits and things like that. I love it. Woo. Well, on a lighter note, are you having, do you have any goals about, you know, movies you need to watch, TV shows you wanted to watch, books you wanted to read this year? Yes. Um, I, gosh, okay, you and Zane Mahone, who we had on the show earlier, both mentioned Woman Code, and I want to read mm. Woman Code. Very yep. good. That's it. Very good. Um, especially, you know, especially with the gluten stuff, I think it would probably help you um, as you begin this journey of of listening to your body and as we both prepare for motherhood (laughs) here we go yeah I just want to know myself better hey knowledge is power so we're gonna get all the knowledge and then um we also we as in Thomas and I are going to be reading books together and the next book that we want to read is the path between us it's um yeah it's a it's an Enneagram book but I think Suzanne Stabile read that one right yes yes so it's all about um, your Enneagram type and how you drive with someone else, whether it's, you know, a significant other or let's say you live with a sibling or your best friend. I just think that it would be really interesting to kind of diagnose issues and diagnose successes and know it for what it is. So, you know, we can be more proactive with, with totally. each other. Well, on a different note, I honestly think that I had gotten to a place where I was reading too many um, nonfiction, quote unquote, self-help books. And so I think I have a goal to read more novels this year. <laughs> um, I I was on a cruise last week and like devoured a novel in one week. And I was like, listen, if I just like put down my phone and stopped watching TV for five seconds and I picked up the book when I had spared minutes, I could totally get through a novel a week. And it's amazing um, just what it did for my, even just like my mental space and it not being on a screen. And obviously, y'all know I love Audible and podcasts, but it was just really awesome to pick up a physical book and not have like a to-do list or an agenda of what I needed to take away personally. So I'm going to try and read more historical fiction and just like fun, lighthearted books this year. I love it. I love it. I will be adding those books to my list too. I have quite the list. I call it my nightstand list of all the books that I one day want on my nightstand, but I'm not going to stack there quite yet because it would be a stack. <laughs> like my Love nightstand it. list. Um, okay, so we are really excited about all the things to come. We wanted it to be more of an intimate show this week because we have so many fun guests coming on in future weeks and wanted to just take a deep breath and say we are so grateful for you guys and just the encouragement, the kind words, the feedback. We cannot appreciate it enough. And with all that being said, um, if you have any 
episode topic request, we'll call them. Please let us know. We are putting those together now and getting our content all squared away and put on the calendar. So if you want something put on a calendar or you want us to speak about something, please let us know because we either have someone to talk about it or we've got something in our back pocket to pull out. So Mm -hmm. we are pumped for all the things to come. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I can't, I can echo everything Rachel said. We're just, we're just so thankful. And um, topics, people, anyone that you might want to have on the show, just please send them our way. We'd love to continue. And we'd love to know what some of your goals are. So um, whenever we post about the show on Instagram, either comment or reply to us via DMs and tell us what some of your goals are so we could be cheering you on. Yes, we'd love that. And of course, if you love this show or you love our other shows or you're just getting started, we would love for you to tell us what you're thinking by going over to iTunes and leaving us a review. It only takes a few seconds, but we're so grateful to be able to read those on rainy days, but then also use it as content drivers and figure out what you guys are wanting to hear from us about. So please, if you would, if you already haven't, leave us a review on iTunes. Amen. Well, Rach, I'm cheering for you and your goals, and I'm thankful that we can do this together hand in hand. And we pray that all of you would go over your goals and community and cheer each other on, and we can't wait to hear from you. So, well, we love talking about our goals with y'all today, and we are so excited to see you again next week with a fresh interview on the show. So, as always, have a great week, and we'll see you then. See ya.